Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, y'all? How's life? How's everybody doing? Forget basketball, man. Let's just talk about life. Anybody got any any exciting trips coming up? Uh, anybody got any exciting birthdays or, or weddings, anything like that, man? Because I'm really down to talk about anything that's not basketball related. Because if you remember, I started off the last episode by saying, what can be said that hasn't already been said about this Miami Heat team? Uh, and it's gotten worse. <laughs> Uh, but what's good, y'all? Welcome back to Believe in the Miami Heat. As always, I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. We're brought to you by the Believe Network, as in I believe the season is over. Uh, but that's something that I believe for quite a long time now. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk some Heat basketball, unfortunately. Hate, hate to break it to y'all. <laughs> but uh, this going to be one of those episodes where I don't take any notes, don't have nothing prepared. And we're just going to kind of rant for a little bit uh, and speak what y'all come from the heart because it's been a frustrating week. Uh, to kind of continue a frustrating season obviously of course after the last episode was a uh, or the last episode was right after the heat lost to the nets lost blown out by the nets uh yeah the heat scored like 70 at halftime and lost by almost 30 points how does that happen i can't tell you uh well i can't tell you it's because they suck but <laughs> we we all thought that was rock bottom because of course that was a big game as far as the standings and stuff like that uh, let's go ahead and do an updated standings check because before that game, the Heat were sixth, and now the Heat are currently seventh. They are two games back of six, and they are only one game up of eight and one game up of nine. Uh, they are three games up of ten, so it does look like they're not going to fall out of that playing spot unless they don't win a game the rest of the year, right? That'll never happen. Cue uh, to two weeks later when the Heat <laughs> haven't won a game. No, I'm kidding. So looks like this team's locked into the playing, right? You're three up of ten. You know, you're probably not going to make six or two back there. So they're either going to finish what's looking like seven, eight, or nine. Obviously, there's some big differences there because if you're seven, you play the home game. If you're seven or eight, that means that you only need to win one game. Of course, if you're nine or ten, you need to win two. But we'll keep an eye on that as the uh, the last two weeks wrap up the regular season here because uh, a lot could change in the two weeks. Uh, we'll see what happens, and we'll talk some more in the plane as we get a little closer. But... Of course, the Heat lost to the next. They got pretty demoralized. Went again uh, into Toronto uh, for the very next game, hoping that they're going to bounce back. Of course not. This Heat team, they don't they don't bounce back this year. You keep thinking they're going to have a wake-up call uh, and no wake-up call. They got crushed by the Raptors. They lost by 14. It was the first night of the back-to-back, so Jimmy decided to sit out. Kyle Lowry uh, decided to play. Uh, the Knicks game was more important if we're talking about standings, so I would have rather had everyone healthy for the second game, but I guess Lowry doesn't care about winning. He just wants to play in his uh, his favorite city, Toronto, so whatever. He's trash. I don't care. And I guess now that I think about it, the Raptors are only two back of us, so maybe that game does mean something. But but yeah, the Heat got killed. Uh, 14 may not seem like it, but uh, that game wasn't particularly close for the entire second half. Oladipo got to start for no Jimmy. He was terrible. Uh, shot super inefficiently. Only got to play 23 minutes. Uh, Kevin Love, my God, has he been just god-awful. Uh, I specifically remember two possessions where he had friend Van Fleet on his back uh, while Kevin Love was in the post. And he couldn't even get a shot off. Could not even get a shot off. Uh, he got ripped both times because he's not an NBA player anymore. Uh, there's another time where he tried to lower his shoulder and uh, get a layup at the rim. 
the ball hit the bottom of the rim like it was my seven-year-old cousin shooting it. He's awful. Uh, Tyler Hero had a phenomenal game, uh, which means he was only mid the next game. Uh, and Bam scored 21, but he was pretty terrible too. Um, so, yeah, got got killed by the Raptors there. That was disappointing. Kevin Love continues to be uh, a, a, a bad signing, like I was saying. They're not paying him no money. Doesn't matter. You are hoping to have a bounce-back game versus the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. And instead, everybody played terrible. At least your three main guys. Jimmy only had 12 points. Bam only had nine. And Tyler wasn't too efficient with 16. You got some decent performances from Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson. Four threes, whoop-de-doo. Everybody was celebrating, man. There was a point in time two years ago where four threes from Duncan Robinson was expected. You know, and I'm not even talking four or five. Nah, he used to get 10 threes up, make four of them. That's 40%. That's what the elite shooters do in this league. Uh, and now we're out here celebrating a four or three performance. It's just, my God, how far he's fallen off. But obviously when Duncan Robinson and Gabe Vincent are, are your only two players that played well, you're not going to win the game. Uh, the Heat got, got killed in that fourth quarter there. And the Knicks, of course, ended up winning by nine. So that's kind of where we stand in the last week. Uh, I mean, there's a few other Heat things we can talk about. Uh, Ira Winderman put out an article about Omer Yurtsevin. Basically, Yurtsevin thought that his role would be a lot bigger than it is. Uh, and he did seem a little disappointed that uh, he's, his, his minutes have been kind of reduced. Uh, didn't say anything too crazy. Not like not nothing controversial like saying, oh, Spo needs to play me. Not, not this and that. But you can tell he's frustrated he wants to play, which I get. I'm sure everybody wants to play. But at the same time, don't be terrible then because you had like four fouls in three minutes every single game and you were slower than uh, Kelly Olenek. And that is saying something. Trust me. Uh, so, yeah, maybe be better if you want minutes. I'm not surprised your minutes got taken away because you were terrible. Then again, you know what? I was going to say then again, everyone's been terrible. But one guy who hasn't been terrible is the guy that's taken Omer's uh, minutes, which is Cody Zeller. Uh, and since coming back, he's been decent for a backup center. Uh, so shout out to Cody Zeller, man. He's he's been a a solid pickup. Uh, but again, Cody Zeller is not changing the floor or ceiling of this team in any way. But still, not many good takeaways from this team. So shout out to him. Uh, man, I hate doing these pessimistic episodes, man. Uh, but you know it has to be. That's what the season is. Uh, I guess one optimistic thing is that a lot of Heat fans are starting to to come together and agree. Because there was a big divide that kind of started in the offseason between the team running back people and the team, what are we doing? You were one shot away from the finals, and now you decide to do nothing. Now, of course, I wanted to do something. I wanted Donovan Mitchell, which obviously everybody did. But uh, even even after they, get, they didn't get Donovan Mitchell, I would have liked the Jeremy Grant and, and that stuff, whatever, depending what the package was, of course. Uh, wouldn't have traded all my assets for him. But when they did run it back, I at least sat there and said, you know what? I think this team is going to be good because although you didn't get any improvement from the outside, although you lost P.J. Tucker, I still think there's enough internal improvements you can get from your two young guys and Jimmy and or not Jimmy and uh and Tyler and Bam that you can be you know still a very very good team next year. Well, obviously Bam took a jump, took being uh past tense because he has sucked since the All Star break, uh, and Tyler Hero has been a worse player because he's getting more minutes, more shot attempts, and his numbers are exactly the same which means that his efficiency has dropped dramatically. Outside of that, Eric Spolster is having a terrible season. I don't like a lot of the stuff he's doing with the lineups and defensive rotations, uh, but I'm not an expert on that, so I'm not going to criticize him too hard. And I'm certainly not in the camp that's saying, hey, time to let Spolster go. Maybe it's time to move on. Those people are just ingrates. You're not going to be good every single year, okay? Get used to it. Eric, Eric Spolster knows what he's doing. He's had a rough year, but I'll look for him to improve it in 
uh, the upcoming year and years to come. Uh, I don't like all the talk that he's doing about, oh, we embrace the struggle, we embrace the grind. If you did, maybe I'd see a little more uh, bounce back and energy uh, and aggressiveness after these bad losses you have, but it just seems like it, they're getting worse and worse. Seems like the team is giving up. I know Jimmy Butler was asked just after the last game versus the Knicks, which they lost, uh, and he said something like, yeah, uh, our issues, whatever they are, our intensity, uh, it's fixable. Whatever he said, I don't care, man. I don't really listen to these dudes when they talk because I'm more of a show me, prove it on the, on the court type of guy. And they very clearly have him this year. Uh, they very, very clearly don't care about winning games anymore. So I don't, I don't care what they say. You know, you can say all you want, but that's all the heat related stuff. Because why keep this episode negative? I'm having a great week, y'all. I don't remember if this happened by the time of the last episode, but of course we got FAU in the final four. That's dope. Uh, never went there, but grew up pretty close to it. Did tour that school before going to FTCU. But that's cool because who doesn't like an underdog? But most importantly, we got my University of Miami Hurricanes, a school who also I, I didn't go to, I guess. <laughs> but I do wrote, root for all Miami teams, and I'm a big, big uh, University of Miami supporter, particularly in the football division because uh, obviously the basketball program has been lackluster for most of my lifetime. Uh, I was into it those years with uh, – whatever year that was, 2013, 14, whatever, when you had Shane Larkin, Kenny Kaji, Durant Scott, uh, and shout out to all those guys over there. That team was nice. Uh, but I haven't really watched much Kane's hoop since then. Of course, I keep up with it, you know, for, for Coach Larinaga, and I know the teams with Bruce Brown and Lonnie Walker uh, and all those guys, Dewan Hernandez, uh, Devon Reed. They had some good guys, some good players, so I kept up. But uh, obviously, they got off this year to a really strong start, had a strong regular season. So uh, I started watching in March, like most people do. I watched every tournament game. And this Miami Hurricanes team has me excited, bro. Uh, I don't know if that's just because the Heat suck. I don't know if that's just because the Miami football uh, program sucks. <laughs> so the Miami Hurricanes basketball team is one of the only great things we have going on right now. You know, of course, super excited for the Dolphins season. Look for them to have a strong year. But that Canes team is nice, bro. Bro, Norchad O'Meara, a guy that I'm not going to front. I didn't even know who he was to the tournament. That dude is a hooper, bro. He's like six, seven, six, eight, but he gets his hands on every single offensive rebound. I wish the guy had a heat like him. Now, I say that, but I will also say that Norchad O'Meara reminds me of Chris Silva because they were guys who really had no skill other than like rebounding. Not to say O'Meara has no skill, but he's not the best offensive guy. Uh, he can finish at the rim, had a couple nice passes, that sort of thing, but He's mostly known as a as a rebounder, maybe more of that blue-collar guy, I'd say. But who doesn't love that type of guy? I know a lot of people didn't like Chris Silva. I did like Chris Silva. He is what he was, uh, and I like that type of player. But Omir has been balling. He's a huge—in re in, in my opinion, he's been the player of the tournament for Miami. I know a lot of people would say either Jordan Miller uh, or Nigel Pack or uh, Isaiah Wong. But for me, it's been uh, Norchad Omir. I love that guy. He has a fan in me for life for what he's done from this tournament run. He seems like an awesome dude, uh, and I, I love him. Big fan of his. Really looking forward to watching him play Saturday at 8.49 p.m., a little bit of a weird tip-off time. Uh, that's tomorrow, by the way. So actually, by the time you're listening to this podcast, uh, I might put it up Friday. might put it up Saturday. I am recording on Friday. We'll see. Uh, but the Canes do play Saturday, April 1st, uh, around 9 p.m., and FAU tips off around 6. So I will be tuned into both of those games. Actually, I'm going to Tampa, though. We're taking a little weekend trip up there. We're doing one of those, 
ropes courses. I don't know if y'all ever seen, but it's like in a forest and there's like zip lines and stuff. It seems cool. Seems fun. I'm a little worried that when I get up there and I'm like 40, 50 feet high, I'm going to get a little nervous. <laughs> but we'll see when we get up there. It should be fun. It's going to be a good weekend in Tampa. But I'm definitely going to have to find some time to to get a, get around a TV or go to a sports bar and definitely check out that Hurricanes game for sure because I'm hyped with that. But shout out to the whole squad, man. The perfect game from Jordan Miller in the, uh, in the Elite A, 27 points. Hooper. Uh, Isaiah Wong picked it up in the second half. They really needed that for him. Uh, and Nigel Pack hit some big shots as well. And as overall, had a really strong series. And shout out to Poplar. I think his name his first name is pronounced Wuga Wuga Poplar. That dude's awesome too. And I was thinking that watching him also because he doesn't really get as much coverage as the rest of those guys. But I did hear Jim Laranega say after the game that uh, next year he's in for a star season, and I can definitely see it because. He's certainly like, you know, maybe the fifth option on that team, fourth, fifth option. Uh, but he's hit some really big shots. Uh, he's always there to give you the big three when you need and can kind of score from inside, outside too. So big fan of him, big fan of that team. Super hyped to watch them. Uh, unfortunately, my men's league team did lose our first game this week. But I'm not going to lie. I'm not even going to count that because the game was at 7 p.m. And none of us got there on time. To give you some context, the games are in Fort Lauderdale. I live in Fort Myers. There's three of us that live in Fort Myers that have to travel every week for the game. We get off work at five. It's a two-hour drive. We literally rushed to get there and quite literally went straight from the car, two-hour car ride, ran into the gym, threw our bag to the side, and jumped ball immediately. It didn't help that all the uh, my other teammates were late except for one guy. Shout out Xavier. Uh, we did have enough people. We did have, uh, one other guy get there at the same time as us, Santi. So we had five guys at tip, but no time to stretch, no time to warm up. Didn't take a single warm up shot, literally ran from the car right onto the court. And for us, Fort Myers guys, that was a two hour car ride. So imagine sitting in the car for two hours and having to play an intense, um, you know, organized game. It was rough. Uh, I may or may not have airballed at least four shots because in the, in the beginning because my legs weren't in it. Yeah, we got crushed. We were down 30 at halftime. I'm not, gonna, I'm not mad, though, because what are you supposed to do? When you got no warm-up, the other team was already all there because somehow they prepared better than us. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. They were already all there, uh, and they killed us. Now, we didn't get really outscored in the second half. The second half was only like a four- or five-point game, so we played them tight at the end, but we got we got down too much big. But like I said... That game don't count, man. We ain't even get no time to warm up. Like, you can't expect nothing different, you know? But that's fine. We, we have a, a bye week this week. Then we play the next week uh, looking for some revenge, looking for some bounce back, baby. Uh, I got to be better, though. Haven't had a great year. Have not. I'm out only averaging like eight points a night. The last game, I only had scored one point. I split at the free throw line at the end because uh, I could not make none of my jump shots. My legs were gone. Well, they never arrived to begin with. But keep y'all updated on that. Outside of that, done some other pretty cool things in my personal life. Uh, there is no video version of this podcast today because, like I said, there's nothing to talk about. I figured I'd just get y'all an audio version up just to talk a little bit, maybe get to know me a little more. Get your mind off some heat basketball. Do y'all a favor doing that, man. Uh, but if you do uh, follow me on the YouTube channel where we post the videos of these uh, almost every week, uh, just search Anthony Donardo on YouTube if you are if you want to check it out. I got a very awesome opportunity to interview a streetball legend. Uh, his name is White Chocolate, a.k.a. Randy Gill. He was very big back in the day when you had all the guys like The Professor uh, and Air Up There and all those other guys from the And One where they used to tour the country. You had the mixtapes and all that stuff, Bone Collector, uh, all those dudes. 
and he's one of the most famous guys back from back then. Uh, he's got an awesome story. Like he got his start uh, on an MTV show. It was a reality show back in 2003 where they tried to find the best pickup basketball player in the world. It's a giant tournament, hundred thousand dollar grand prize winner, and he won. He won the grand prize. He beat everybody in the entire country, uh, and that show was hosted by Magic Johnson. So it was a big deal. He kind of got his name from there, and then built a career for himself after that. Like he's played in games with Allen Iverson and Kevin Durant, all kind of stuff. So super cool dude. Uh, very interesting getting to know him. So I'd appreciate it if y'all wanted to check that out on my YouTube channel. About a 45 minute interview. It's some pretty pretty good stuff. I also got to speak with one of my idols, Brendan Tobin. If y'all if y'all don't know about him, Brendan Tobin is a Miami sports radio legend. Uh, I've been listening to him for like a decade. He he currently does the Tobin and Leroy show on 560 WQAM. And, but I, he's been on different shows throughout the years, and he's always been my favorite sports personality to listen to. Uh, and if y'all know also, I'm a part of another network called The Basement, where we do like post-game live streams over there. Uh, but they also have their own podcast called The Random Scrub Heat Podcast. Uh, and they told me they were getting, uh, and I'm not involved with that pod so much because, you know, I'm working on this thing. I believe over here. But I heard they were getting Tobin on. So I asked if I could join them in and in host that episode because Tobin's a guy that like legit my one of my favorite people all time uh, and one of my in my in my favorite sports personality. We've had interactions on Twitter over the years. So he was aware of me uh, and like he knew who I am. But that was my first time actually talking to him. So it was really, really cool experience. Uh, the podcast is up. Just search Random Scrub Heat Podcast. Uh, and the video version will be up as soon as I upload it. I've been, that, that was kind of my responsibility to upload the video. I've been forgetting to do that for them. Uh, but if y'all if y'all live in Miami or y'all listen to Brendan Tobin, you're going to love the episode. We had a we had an awesome time. So that's all I really got, man. I'm glad we kept the, the pessimistic heat talk to a minimum. I will say, though, the next game is tomorrow versus, was it the Dallas Mavericks? I do believe it's the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, it is. Uh, I will not be watching because that game starts at 730. The Hurricanes start at 9. Uh, why would I want to put myself in a bad mood before the Canes play? So that'll be exciting. Of course, I will keep up with it. Uh, we'll, I'll let y'all know how many points the Mavericks win by. Let's say the Mavericks win by 13 uh, because they've been struggling and the Heat have been slump busters for every team this year. If you remember, the Nets just lost uh, like five in a row. They beat us. The Bulls lost five in a row, beat us. Uh, and the Mavericks are struggling. So I'm sure they're going to come in here and dominate us. Jeez. Uh, I also see we play the Pistons after the Heat. Or we play the Pistons after that. Jeez, man, they're going to lose to the Pistons, bro. It is not going to be pretty. Uh, but five games uh, left in this regular season. So we'll have a better idea uh, on next week's episode what, what position they're going to stay in in the plane. But should be interesting. Uh, should be fun. That's really all I got to say. But I do appreciate y'all for tuning in. I hope y'all enjoyed the more relaxed episode, talking some non-heat stuff. Maybe we do some more episodes of these in the offseason if y'all find me interesting or entertaining enough uh we definitely got to get my dog mario chalmers back on the pod uh he is still involved in this whole thing um he's but he's been traveling been very busy uh but we are currently trying to schedule another in-person episode might get together at this place in west palm beach so should be pretty good but i'm always working on all kind of stuff man so make sure y'all follow the podcast rate five stars if you enjoy or head over to the youtube channel and leave a leave a like over there subscribe as well we'll be back next week i'll see y'all then Pull up in the city, tryna get that dead fast Do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight Had to kill him off, yeah, I need a headspace You know this
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.